The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here on Analyze This. I want to thank Mr. Ian Turnbull from the Division of Festivals, uh, Department of Tourism, for uh, going through the whole Jimmy Jan, right? Of... Uh, uh, events um, that the tourism department is sponsoring and supporting, providing, um, making for a, a cruise and Christmas uh, festival um, to remember, right? And this, I believe, this gets us back to 2019-2020, uh, uh, pre-COVID uh, and all that stuff. So hopefully, and, and don't forget, always you know, just be careful anyway, you know. Uh, we got uh, respiratory diseases around, so always be careful. Uh, let me get some programming notes. Uh, we should be getting a call from Mr. Ernest Ruffin a little bit uh, to talk about uh, the basketball tournament that's taking place uh, this uh, weekend at UVA and some other stuff as well, you know, introduce them uh, to the audience. We got the PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. We got Christmas at Belmont 2021. Uh, enjoy performances of country slash gospel singer Josh Turner and Belmont University students. And I'm going to come back to that in a little bit. Uh, so that's from uh, 8 to 9, 9 p.m. Thrill of Hope. Uh, celebrate the sounds of Christmas with a performance at Concordia University. Okay? And that's from 9 to 10. And then from 10 to 11, all creatures great and small and masterpiece. A missing ring is just one snag as James and Helen's wedding date approaches. And then uh, we got a second edition of that. Um, All Creatures Great and Small on Masterpiece as James and Helen enter married life. Tristan too must make no adjustments, right? So we got two editions of All Creatures Great and Small on Masterpiece from 10 to midnight. And then, of course, at midnight, we got my porn company, uh, which used to be um, an 11 o'clock thing, but time turned back. Now, <clears throat> I see Belmont University. Of course, you know. When I see Belmont, you know, I see Belmont, I say, well, I think in has race, you know, we got a Belmont Sticks. Um, but I kept seeing this name, and they are, they are a private university in, in Nashville, Tennessee. And, you know, when I started seeing, this, seeing the name, they would be in the NCAA basketball tournament. So I was reading up on them, and they used to be in the Ohio Valley Conference, but now they're in the Missouri uh, uh, Valley Conference. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's awesome. I was always curious about this Belmont University. And they've been in the NCAA tournament uh, 2006, 7, 8, 11, 12, 13, 15, and 19, eight times. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know anything about them, but they are in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, uh, they're the, the Rebels. and They used to be the Rebels until 1995, and then they became the Bruins. Uh, in 1985, so Belmont University, okay, which is cool, right? Now, Concordia University, um, they're in uh, Montreal, Quebec. Anytime I see Concordia, you know, that rings a bell with me because we got two estate Concordias here uh, on St. Croix. We got one on the North Shore, and then we also got one down in West where the Department of Public Works, uh, the Frederickstead location is down there. So now Concordia University they're in Montreal. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I didn't even know it was a Concordia University. You see, see what I'm saying? 
So names, I got, well, I, I got this fetish thing for names. You know? So when I see Belmont, I think in Hatchface. When I see Cancadia, I think in Jeffrey Moorhead, them country, they school, you know what I mean? Or down in West, um, down there where Potro, used to be late Potro, I'm back in the day. Uh, uh, and, and in Concordia, they brag, right? They say at Concordia University, this is in Montreal now, right? Um, students from more than 150 countries come together to learn, explore, and build their future. Located in Montreal, officially the best city in North America, North America to be a student. Concordia offers unlimited opportunities to connect with the world around you. Now, I've been to Halifax, I've been to Quebec City, and I've been to Toronto, right? But I've never been to Mo Montreal, Le Habitant, right? The Canadians, you know what I'm saying? So at some point, you know, being the, the nerd that I am and you know, sports junkie and, you know, Montreal, the Canadians want a great hockey uh, franchises. At some point, I got to work my way up to Montreal. You know what I'm saying? We have the, so, so we good. One of our great um, Virgin Islanders actually went to school in Canada. I believe um, David Canegata went to McGill. D.C. Canegata, I believe he went to McGill University. Let me pull this up. David Canegata. Me and like to you, my son. I believe this Google, you could put Google right up there with the top five creations ever in the history of human beings. Me and Leto Emerson. Seriously, Google, you got Google and you, you just type in there. You know, what you going to type in on uh, Google and you're good to go. Yeah, um, David Cornelius Canegata, a legislator, a, phys a physician, a judge, obtained his medical training from McGill University in Montreal. I'm saying so, yo. You know, you know, you know, your boy is right naughty and lucky history. I like to talk about people from the Virgin Islands. So I ain't apologizing for that one. I'm sorry. It is what it is, and we're good for that. So uh, that's the history nugget for this morning. We got uh, Mr. Ernest Ruffin uh, joining us um, from. Hold on a second. Make sure, make sure I get this okay. right, so I so I can introduce him correctly. Hold on a second here. I don't want him to to think uh, homeboy ain't doing his homework. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, hold on. Okay. Make, make, sure I, make sure I get this right. Because I, I didn't. Yes, right? It, it, um, young Entrepreneurs Solutions. Solutions, Solutions right? Yeah. Yes, Ernest Ruffin. Um, welcome back uh, to your home away from home in the Virgin Islands. And welcome to Analyze This. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Without a doubt. Uh, introduce, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them who you are, where you're from, what you're about, all that good stuff. Uh, Ernest Ruffin Jr. Uh, I'm from uh, New Jersey. I live in New York City. Uh, as Neville uh, mentioned, I'm always in the Virgin Islands. He and I know each other a long time. Uh, when he was uh, running things as a senator, uh, always a good dude. And, um, you know, we I finally started uh, doing something else, uh, trying to help the community in the VI. So I started with the youth program. A youth entrepreneurship program. Uh, YES stands for Young Entrepreneur Solutions, and we teach entrepreneurship to six to twelfth grade young people around the country, uh, all three islands in the Virgin Islands and London now. So, uh, started in New Jersey. The next year, we was here in St. Thomas, and so we we kicked that off like 2016. Uh, but uh, 2021, I started the YES U.S. Virgin Islands HBCU Classic, and that's where we bring in seven teams from around the country, seven uh, black colleges, um, plus UBI that make eight, 
to play in this tournament. You, this is UBI's first year player. This is our third year. Um, and it's growing really nicely. We had a great welcome reception last night uh, hosted by the uh, Department of Tourism at uh, Muse VI on the water down there. Very, very nice uh, uh, menu. Um, over 200 young people and coaches and everybody just uh, being welcome to the VI and uh, getting ready to play some exciting basketball. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the locals come check us out. Now that's awesome, man. And thank you very much uh, for, for, you know, uh, incorporating the Virgin Islands into your mix. Uh, and we, uh, we we appreciate that. Now, uh, your roots, um, New York City corridor, up the area, New York City, New Jersey? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, talk, talk talk a little bit about that. We're, we're in New York City and then we're in Jersey. I was born in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, Newark, uh, okay. Raised up, yeah, raised up in Newark and the next town over called Irvington. Irvington, yeah, man, yeah, man. Take the 78. You take the 78 <laughs> West. You take the 78 <laughs> West. Yeah, that's my stomping. That's my stomping grounds, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of my good friends, uh, one of my one of my closest friends and peoples, uh, they lived in Maplewood, right? Nice. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, so you take the 78 when when you leave. A lot, a lot of people don't know this, right? But uh, when airports, they might be attached to a city, but they're not necessarily in that particular city, right? Uh, for example, the Newark International Airport, which I frequent more than any other airport in the Northeast, in the New York metropolitan area, more than more than Kennedy, more than LaGuardia, is actually in Elizabeth. It is not in Newark. You know what I'm saying? It is not in Newark. It's not in Newark. Uh, but uh, so you got next town over another next town. Next town, a, 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 a little a little bit south. Yeah, a little bit south. You Elizabeth take, is one of those next towns. Yeah, yeah. So exactly you right. so so you fly into Elizabeth, and then you got to navigate your way through Newark. Uh, uh, or, or if you head a little west on the seventy-eight, you know, you're dealing with, uh, uh, like you said, Irvington, uh, Maplewood. I've even, I've even taken public transportation. I take the bus, right? Yes, you, you can actually take the bus from Maplewood. You take, uh, and you come down Springfield Avenue, right in the heart of Newark. You know what I'm saying? Right in the heart. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know, I didn't know it was Newark. I didn't know it was Newark uh, was your was your base. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that's awesome. And a lot of our students. A, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of Virgin Islanders, right, right. Important law, uh, law uh, uh, attorneys and um, legally uh, <clears throat> educated um, lawyers went to Rutgers Law School in Newark, right. That's where it is, right. Yeah. Rutgers Law School. Absolutely. Yes, in Newark. Yeah. Uh, so Macarthur Highway. You, you you navigate your way up there. You good? Yeah, man. I like Newark. Man. Newark is nice. So Neville, I, I was a professor. I was an uh, adjunct professor at Rutgers. For ten years. Wow. Start starting at Rutgers Newark, and then a couple years later they moved me to New Brunswick, the big campus. But that's why I started this program because of the students that I taught at Rutgers. I had one kid start his comp- uh, start a technology company. He sold it to Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. yeah? So Rutgers. Yeah, man. Mark Cuban got roots in, 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 up in that part. He bought. He found out about this kid through the Cairo Society. And he and he bought his company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for those who don't know, for oh, yeah. those who, for those who don't know, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, and Yahoo, right? He was a big Yahoo man. That's where he made his money, right? Early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. So that's awesome. So yeah, so uh, Jersey through and through, man. And then you know, uh, you know, been like I said, I got married in '88, and did our honeymoon here in uh, the VI, St. John and St. Thomas, and I've been in love with the place ever since. I got no problem with that, man. St. John's lovely. St. Thomas is uh, fluid, 
lot of action in St. Thomas. It's a small island, but a lot of action. So that's understood. And the waitress had a big number. And I, I should have, I forgot, uh, you know, I don't see you that much anymore, but I should have called you because we just had 70 kids in St. Croix the first week in November for our national wow. YES business plan yeah. challenge. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, I was, I, was out, I was out of the territory. but No, actually, I was out of territory from the, I'd say the first to the sixth. So when were you here? First to the second to the fifth. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I maybe could have done the day one. Well, I actually left on the first. You know what I'm saying? So okay. that's on for yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that, man. We'll make that up. Not a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we do it every year. So next year, I'll oh, oh, it. without a doubt, yeah. we do it every yeah. year, and it's getting bigger. We'll probably have a hundred kids next year. Okay, that's good. Um, the so, lottery is one of our big sponsors on that. Yo, know, yo, yo, we can't. Thing, yeah, we can't. We can't thank the lottery enough, man. They support and they sponsor so many different events, so many different things. Uh, that that's awesome. So, um, so it went well. It was outstanding. Um, okay. I mean, we need everybody to come support these games, man. I mean, we're playing at UVI Friday. At, at uh, our games are in the daytime, and people say, "Why do you play in the daytime?" We play in the daytime because we actually want these kids, these basketball players, to experience the VI. Mm-hmm. When you play at night, you have to sit and wait for your games at night. Yeah. Coaches don't allow you to do anything. Yeah. So we play at nine a.m. 11, 15 a.m., 1, 15 p.m., and 3 p.m., and we're done by 5 or something. Give the kids and the coaches a chance to explore the St. Thomas, the VI, maybe take the ferry to St. John. Uh, and then we play again the same times on Saturday, and then the championship is on Sunday at 1 p.m. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for kids and senior citizens. Okay. So it should, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next year we're looking at bringing some live entertainment, but this year, this is our third year, pivotal year. We moved it to to uh, UBI. Um, first two years we played at Antilly School, which was awesome. But uh, this year, you know, everybody's kept saying, move, move to, let's move to UBI. So we're at UBI. So we hope everybody come out and support, man. No man, but yo, you ain't going nowhere, man. I, I thought I thought I only had you for one segment, but we actually got you for two, so you're good. So you don't have okay, to cool. you, you you don't have to rush. We we could talk about uh, a, a number uh, of different things. Um, you have a list of the eight eight schools, including UVI, that's going to be participating in the tournament. Yes, absolutely, we yeah. do. We have. Uh, yeah, take your time. Take your time. Uh, I, I, I should have told you. I should have told you to done that. So let me write them down. So you know what we and this yeah. beg- it begins Friday and ends on ends on Sunday. That's correct. Yeah, okay. that is correct. Friday we have Clinton College out of South Carolina mm-hmm. playing Claflin University, also out of South Carolina. What was uh, how, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? The second one, uh, Claflin, is spelled C L A F L I N, Claflin University out of uh, uh, South Carolina. Okay. The second game is Bloomfield College out of Bloomfield, New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, versus Allen University out of also out of South Carolina. Okay. The third game is the University of the Virgin Islands versus Virginia State University at one fifteen. Okay. And then the fourth game is West Virginia State University, who won the tournament last year. Versus the University of Fort Lauderdale, who is a very good team. Who are, you know, they're a very good team. Okay. So both of these, this is going to be some good competition, I'll tell you. No. Uh, I would, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I'm willing to bet, uh, outside of probably the University of Fort Lauderdale, the other six visiting 
teams, they're, going, they're enjoying the weather this time of year in December, right, down here in these spots? I mean, we just we just uh, took a group picture this morning out at we're staying out at Emerald Beach, yeah, uh, in in Limburg Bay, and these guys are on the beach and they're putting their feet in the water. I just like warm like a bathtub like that. I see after practice, you guys need to come back and just jump in and enjoy. Mm-hmm. No, they they're loving the place. Um, they're all excited. So, uh, so this is this is a this is a men's tournament. Yeah, men. It's a men's tournament. Okay, men's. okay. I, I made a mistake. I thought it was a ladies' tournament. So it's a men's tournament. Okay, okay. Let me see. Yeah, it's all men. Yeah, so, so, men. so, next, so, we, get, so we got. Hopefully next year we'll bring the ladies. Hopefully okay. next year. But uh, okay. this year is, uh, it's for all men. Okay, so we got Clinton College versus Classland University. Yes. And then we got Bloomfield College versus Allen University. Yep. And then we got UVI versus Virginia State. And then we yep. got West Virginia State University versus University of Lauderdale. Oh, man, this is awesome, man. This is awesome, man. And you said uh, uh, West Virginia State University, they are the defending champs? They are the defending champs. And last year, they were ranked 16th in the country. Uh, NAIA or, or HBCU? They're HBCU. HBCU. Okay, good, good, good. And yeah. for those who don't know the acronym... Every, every team is the HBCU. Every team is HBCU. Okay, good. And for those who don't know the acronym... Um, that is um, uh, historic black uh, colleges and universities, and we are glad, um, you know, to know that uh, uh, they are actually coming to the Virgin Islands uh, to uh, participate in a basketball tournament here uh, in the Virgin Islands. And uh, we got uh, Mr. Ernest Ruffin, uh, who um, you know fell in love with the Virgin Islands upon. Upon arrival, love at first sight, even though he was actually uh, uh, in his honeymoon. So he had two loves. <laughs> <laughs> two loves going on at the same time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, you were cheating from the start. But that cheating, that, like you guys said, like, down here we pronounce it cheating. You were cheating, but uh, I, you Yankee guys, right? You say you, you was cheating, right? Yo, you <laughs> Your cheating was was allowed because your wife was a part of it. So that's good, man. So I, I like that. Uh, we got Ernest Ruffin joining us. We take a break, and we're gonna talk about his. Uh, he has some connections with NBA players and all that stuff as well, and and more about you know what he wants to do and actually give us uh, his vision for uh, things that we could do here in the Virgin Islands to make life better because he clearly wants that for us as well. Take a break. Be back right after this. St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. Take the one-minute test today at doihadprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. 
experience the magic of the Crucian Christmas 4-Day Serenade. Join the legendary Stanley and the 10 Sleepless Nights for a two-night celebration like no other. On Saturday, December 23rd and Sunday, December 24th, from the stroke of midnight until the first light of dawn, local Christmas tunes, rhythmic dancing, and the joy of holidays light up the street of Sincroy. Each night begins at Ginger Thomas, heading east on Saturday, then west on Sunday. Set your alarms, gather your friends and family, and create unforgettable memories with Stanley and the 10 Sleepless Nights in the Crucian Christmas 4-Day Serenade. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here and analyze this, and we got Mr. Ernest Ruffin joining us. Before I get back to him, I want to make a correction, right, um, to to where we um, just on what I said earlier, right, um, with Concordia University, right, and they have uh, their uh, Thrill of Hope that's going to be on WTJX tonight, Channel 12, from 9 to 10. Um, I got the right name, but the, the wrong location, right? Um, uh, when I looked up Concordia University... Um, I found there, that one to be in Montreal. However, Wallace Williams tipped me off and said there's also a Concordia University in River Forest, Illinois. But the actual Concordia University that uh, is going to be performing the Thrill of Hope tonight, um, they're from uh, Irvine, California. You know what I'm saying? So we got multiple Concordia universities, uh, you know, Illinois, uh, California, Montreal, and just like Concordia and St. Croix. We got two Concordias, uh, estate Concordias here on St. Croix. So Concordia look like a special name to it. So I, I go look up. Now uh, my friend Terry T teasing me about uh, uh, knowledge and all that stuff. I'm a, I'm a researcher. So I know I got to look up what Concordia is all about. You know what I'm saying? Because it looks like this name is very popular. So I just want to make that correction. This Concordia University for the Thrill of Hope um, um, performance that's going to be tonight on Channel 12. They are from Irvine, uh, California. So Make that correction, and we're good to go. You know, I like to be uh, on point. We got uh, Ernest Ruffin joining us as well. So, you, you, you original. Good morning once again. Glad to have you on, and and morning, pre- morning. I appreciate you making some time uh, to talk to me and my audience. Um, so, originally from Newark, went to school, went to college where? Actually, I went to Bloomfield College undergrad. Okay. Uh, Bloomfield College Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame basketball player. Yeah, we got some. And, we got we got uh, some folks from the Virgin Islands live in Bloomfield. We actually got. Uh, one of my homeboys, um, one of my na- um, neighbors, uh, he'd been living in Bloomfield from the 80s. Yeah, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, I guess, North Central, somewhere around there. That's what you call it. It's, yeah, it's North. Yeah. It's north. It's uh, yeah. near Montclair. Yeah, yeah Montclair, yeah. yeah. It's all Essex County, like when you're Essex, that's right. Irving, yeah. North, mm-hmm. It's all the same county, so it's not yeah. too far. Yeah, you, you, you're on the 78, you, you take the 287, head south, right? Somewhere like that. 
that, or you could you, you could take the uh, Garden State Parkway. Garden State Parkway. Parkway. Wow. Yeah. Argu- arguably, <laughs> yo yo, what is it about New Jersey, right? That y'all got the most popular turnpike and the most popular Parkway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What is it? <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's, that, that's it. When, when, when somebody says, okay, I live in this part of Jersey, the question is, what exit off the turnpike? You know what I'm saying? They say, uh, I live in Freehold. Oh, that's exit 8. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm in Woodbridge. Oh, that's exit 10. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've never seen. I drive all over the country. Uh, the state of New Jersey got the most popular parkway ever, the Garden State Parkway. And, and and the most popular turnpike, the the New Jersey turnpike. You know what I'm saying? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. So, uh, you did school at Bloomfield. You also did some. You did yeah. work in Queens. Went to Queens. I went to Queens University of Charlotte. Yes. Queens University in Charlotte for your masters. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Good. So, so, and you had to. Your... I lived in Charlotte. I lived in the Charlotte area. Take 22 years. I moved from the New Jersey to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Raised my my kids down there. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then um, your basketball connections. Of course, you play ball at Bloomfield, right? And then, and then you, you do some agent work, or or you work yeah, with I agents. Agent, I was a sports agent in the NBA from '95 to like '0203. My clients were Joe Smith, who's popular right now, and going Bible, right? Yeah, that's uh, for uh, for the wrong reasons, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. One of my uh, one of my, I worked with Joe his first couple years in the league. Yeah, but he was uh, actually a high, he was a he was a college player of the year in 1995, right? With um Ed, with Ed O'Bannon, right? One take. Yeah, yeah. Him him and Ed O'Bannon shared the the college player of the year awards that year, and then he was the overall number one pick in the 1995 NBA draft. Yeah, that was a great year too. I, I, great draft. I, uh, Joe had fired his agent and when I went to the draft I met a young lady who grew up with his family and he was looking for somebody to help him with his basketball career some marketing. And so we started working together right then and there. Uh, he's a he's a very nice guy. Uh, at the draft itself? Uh, at the 95 draft? That's where you guys hooked up? Yeah, the night I met I met his, the young lady at the 95 draft and i probably say two weeks later I was down in Norfolk uh, visiting, you know, presenting what I could do for him to his family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my favorite players ever came out of that '95 draft. Who? Sheed. Sheed Wallace. Oh my gosh, yes. I love Sheed's game, Good man. Player. Yeah, Good yeah, player. yeah. A little bit of a hothead, but he was real. You know what I'm saying? And I, play, though. He he, play, no, no, I, I love play. Rashid Wallace, and he actually his situation was unique because after Joe Smith was picked at number one, I believe. Um, Stackhouse was number two. So it was Joe, Stack, and Sheed. Then Sheed, yeah. Two two players from the same team went two and three in that 95 draft. Wow. Yep. Wow. Joe, Joe Stack, and Sheed, yeah. they were all ACC players. Yeah, all ACC. Yo, uh, yo, yo the ACC, right, yeah. that year, right, had arguably, yeah, had arguably the four out of the five best players in the country because Timmy... They wanted him to come out that year. As a matter of fact, Jerry West told Dick Weiss, you know Dick Weiss, right? Hoops, who does all he, he wrote he wrote for the New York Daily News, a lot of his covering high school and yeah, college yeah, ball. Right? He said that uh in ninety five, right? Like uh like just like a month before the draft, because you know Timmy's my boy, play on my uh, summer league basketball team. He said if Tim Duncan came out now, he'd be the number one pick in the draft. 
and that was, was a bad man. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Camille was bad, and and that was oh, after his sophomore God. year. And and Joe left, Jerry Stackhouse left, Rashid left, and Timmy didn't just stay one more year. He stayed four years. He stayed two more years. Four years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why that to me that's what makes him special, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, and to me he didn't lose nothing because he came into the league and he dominated uh, right from the start. I was also. a a big Ed O'Bannon fan from out there at UCLA. You know, that's that's much. Ed O'Bannon could play. Yeah, game did translate to the NBA. Yeah, well, he got in a, he got in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? And um, the way he played, he actually might have been a, a better uh, two guard or small forward. But he had power forward height, but he was out of position. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so that happened. Yeah, he was a good player. He was a very good college player. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they won the nas- They won the national championship that year in 1995. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah be- and. And he doesn't get credit for Neville, but this NIL stuff that's going on today—that's him. He started it. He he, he, fi- he filed a lawsuit. Yeah, he filed the lawsuit. We should get paid for our name, likeness, and images. Yeah, we man. Using them to make money, and we're not getting the time. He was the one. He, he started all. He this. started all that. You know, he he's like yep. he's like Kurt Flood as it relates to re- free agency. That's absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and uh. Yo, every every college athlete, right, who is who is making money owes a debt of gratitude to Ed O'Bannon for filing that lawsuit. Absolutely correct. So and, a couple of my other players, Kurt Thomas, you heard of him, right? Kurt Thomas used to play with the Knicks, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> One pop- of my favorite people in the whole world. Good, po- good power. Kurt, I talk about every day. Good man to have on the team. Good power forward. Good steady re- yeah. rebounder could shoot the ball a little bit. He was nice. He was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Curry had a hell, hell of a college career too. He led the country in scoring and rebounding. Only three people in the history of the game to ever do that. Mm-hmm. Lead the country in scoring and rebounding. Mm-hmm. So Kurt was uh, was good. Uh, then uh, Eric Williams uh, from Newark is a kid. Uh, he actually got me in the game because I took him off the streets of Newark and helped him get into junior college. And from there he went to. Uh, Providence College. Well, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you the story about Eric Williams. I don't know if you you know about this story with him and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan story. Yeah, yes. yeah. A lot, a lot of people don't know this, but the, the yeah, name. Tell that story. It's a good story. Yeah, the name that the name that uh, Ernest Ruffin just mentioned. His name is Eric Williams. Um, I want you to listen to this story and listen to it very carefully. Right, Tim Duncan was a high school senior, right, and originally. He was slated to go to Providence, right? However, Providence only had one more scholarship available. And, of course, Eric Williams versus Tim Duncan. Eric Williams from the mainland, Tim Duncan from the islands. Providence assumed, well, let's go with the kid from the States. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And um, because of that, Timmy now had to pivot from going to Providence University, and that's when that's how we ended up at Wake Forest. And the story doesn't end there. When Timmy went to Wake Forest, Dave Odom, who was the coach at Wake Forest, his thinking was, well, this kid's from the Virgin Islands. I'm going to redshirt him the first year. He's not going to play until <laughs> Tim Duncan went on the basketball court for the first day of practice. And that's when Dave Odom realized, Oh no 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 no! He will not be a redshirt player. He's going to play as a freshman, right? And the story doesn't end there either, because oh wow, yeah, because he didn't have Tim Duncan starting on his team, but a player got hurt, 
right? The first four or five games, Timmy was coming off the bench. A player got hurt, and uh, Wake Forest was playing against Vanderbilt. So Tim Duncan gets the start. When the game's done, Tim Duncan got 21 rebounds. That was the last time Tim Duncan ever <laughs> ever came off the bench at Wake Forest because they didn't realize that Tim Duncan was was that nice. You know what I'm saying? So Eric Williams, when you mentioned that name, I was like, wow, I didn't know you had an Eric Williams connection because that, that changed the trajectory. That changed the trajectory for Tim Duncan's college career and possibly could have been his professional career as well, man. I didn't know that, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I got in, in, into it. Because yeah, Eric's like, Russ, uh, why don't you help me with this stuff? I was selling computers for NCR Corporation. I said, I'm a computer salesman, man. Let me learn it, mm-hmm. and I'll, 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 I'll get in it and help you. Because I think Big Dog had just came out in 94, and he asked for $100 million. That's This was unheard of. Yeah, that's uh, Glenn, Ro- Glenn Robinson went to Purdue University. Glenn Robinson, yeah. Glenn came, Robinson came, came out in 1994. Million. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. And I said, so, Eric, you know, I don't want to screw that type of money up. Let me learn the game, and then let's work it together. And so, uh, Duncan got, I mean, excuse me, Robinson got $60 million, which is still a big deal for the 90s. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, and then Stern implemented that. You get paid where you get drafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 but they had to put that in because it was, it was getting way yeah. out of control, man. Yeah, they had to put that in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was out of control. Yeah, so and that was a great you know, that, 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 that was a great year too. You know, that was a great year. That that draft year when 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 um Glenn Robinson came out because Jason Kidd came out oh, that year. Jason Kidd and and, and Grant Hill came out that year as well, man. So that yeah. was that. Look, the nineties for college basketball. Wow, unbelievable. Yeah, man. Wow. I I, I don't think see, the young people they don't really know how good Grant Hill was. Yeah, yo, yo, Grant Hill was of all the names that we call. Right for for wing players and all that stuff, he was the most complete player out of all of those players. Easily, yeah. He he didn't fall in love. He didn't fall in love with a three point shot, but he could handle the ball for a big guy. And yo, he could post to you, man. He dunk on big guys. He had no respect for six eleven seven footers, man. He yo Nothing. yo Grant Hill was a, a complete player, man. And he, of course, he got injured. In, uh, he got uh, injured. Grant was on his way to being one of the all-time greats. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Tim man. Duncan ended up being the best power forward in the history of the game. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, what, 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 and and, and uh, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy got a little lucky, though. I'm going to be very honest with you. He got drafted to a team that had another seven-footer. So he got to play power forward, learn, learn uh, and he was already uh, good with the ball because uh, the high school team um, wasn't that great, so he had to learn to handle the ball and his brother-in-law, Rick Lowry, taught him a lot of the nuances of, of basketball. And uh, the rest is history. You know, Kevin McHale, um, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone, Rashid Wallace, great power forwards. Kevin Garnett, you know what I'm saying? Dirk yeah. Nowitzki. Yo, Chris Webber, that, that, that whole era that, that Timmy Man. played in, that was a power forward. That's when the power forwards were dominant in the NBA. And Timmy was the power forward of the power forwards. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. and, and he was a winner too, man. That's the thing about Timmy. Every year, yeah. 19 All years right. in the NBA, never had a losing season. Nah, he's great, great, great player. Yeah, great man, player. put us on the map forever. What, what, do you, what do you think of this, uh, this new seven, two, three, four kid they have? Vic, Victor Wembayama, Wembayama. Yeah. He's a special yeah. player, man. He's a special player, but he he doesn't know what his body is going to look like uh, in about three or four years from now. Because there's a likelihood he's going to fill out, 
And when he fills out some more, then he can get down in the post. He could get down in the post and bang a little bit more. Right now, he's just playing off a of skill and height. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he's in the right place because David Robinson's there. Tim Duncan's there. You know, they, he's going through his learning pains right now. They, they haven't won a game since November the 2nd. You know what I'm saying? So so they're struggling. <laughs> Them and Detroit struggling and, and Washington. You know, those are the three uh, cellar dollars I right now. I thought Detroit would be better. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Be yeah, man. Monty Williams, that one ain't working out, man. I don't know what it is, but. Something. Yeah, they lost 21 games in a row, man. Jeez. And they have, I think they got some good. They got talent. Over there. They got talent, yeah. man. But, but you know the game. And you know that you know the business world, right? It ain't all about talent, man. You gotta have chemistry. True. Now we gonna talk. We gonna, we gonna talk about that chemistry uh, in the business world uh, in the last segment. One, so, so, one person I want to thank before I go, because yeah. I always forget and I shouldn't, uh, is Miss Ananta Pantum. She is unbelievable. Nah, man, she's uh, she helps us out tremendously. Nah, Ananta Ananta is a gem, man. Gem. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Yeah, no. When so, when I first I, I, when I, I, I first became a senator, right, a long time ago. Right, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying it like that. 18 years ago, right? Uh, I, well, I got elected 19 years ago. When I first started in 2005. She was working for one of our our our, our local online papers, and okay. yo, she wrote the most accurate stories, man. Yo, you ain't had to go back. You know, some people write stories and they misinterpret things, and you gotta go back after them and said, "Yo, why'd you write it like that? That's not what I meant." You know what I'm saying? That's not the case with her. You know, what you said is what she wrote. And so I'm not surprised that she has been an asset to what you're doing here uh, with this last month. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Makes it happen. Yeah, so good morning, Ananta. Happy holidays, all that good stuff. And uh, thanks for being uh, connected uh, with Ernest Ruffin. Now, around the um, around the pandemic, you had some connections with players who wanted to come to, to, keep, the, to keep the game, to keep their body trim, and they wanted to come to the Virgin Islands to work out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because I called you about that. Yeah, you called me, yeah, because they, yeah. they, 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 they wanted to get away from the mainland and they wanted to come down to the Virgin Islands and work out, right, while, while, the, while the league was down because of the pandemic. But the next thing you know, one week later, they cut the deal for the bubble tournament in Orlando. The <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They killed, they yeah. killed that deal. Yeah, they killed, they, they, killed, looking, they killed the deal, man. So, and, uh, we're looking for Airbnbs. It was John Collins. John Collins, yeah, who now plays. Yeah. At the time, he was playing with Atlanta, but now he plays with the right. Utah Jazz. And his mom is from right. St. Croix. His mom's is from right. St. Croix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, so check this out. We'll take a break. You know we'll take a break. You come back, and we'll tell them that story about how okay. the Virgin Islands was poised to play a big role with NBA players during the pandemic. And and unfortunately, it didn't work out. We got Ernest Ruffin here uh, joining us. They got the uh, uh, HBCU tournament at UVA. Um, beginning tomorrow, we'll take a break, come back, talk some more. TJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culture Man Silcat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. 
Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Haven Sight Park a lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. Comes with the territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. And we're back here analysis. A great conversation uh, with um, Mr. Ernest Ruffin. Um, you are CEO, founder of. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Young Entrepreneur Solutions. Um, it's a it's a youth entrepreneurship program that teaches six to twelfth grade kids, six through twelfth grade kids, the foundation of entrepreneurship and economic development. The YES-USVI basketball classic is an offshoot or an offspring of that. Um, so that's what, that's, what, that's what we're doing. No, we appreciate that. And I'm glad that you um, selected the Virgin Islands to be the location uh, for this. And I'm sorry, Neville, I'm at the hotel and they're, they're starting to wake up so you're hearing the little background. No, nah, man, man, no, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. We'll, 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 we'll navigate that, we're, we're good. So quickly, um, 2020, who reached out to you? and ask you to be a conduit about getting some Airbnbs and weight rooms together and all that stuff. Uh, so John so, Collins' uncle and I were going back and forth mm -hmm. and he wanted me to help him with some things. And he actually was interested in one of your hotels in St. Croix that was uh, on the auction. Tika K, one of those. I can't remember exactly the name. Mm -hmm. But he was interested in, in, in purchasing it because he wanted to have a, he wanted to have a hotel there, a small boutique hotel, and he could house his NBA friends there, and they could work out all summer long in St. Croix. So I was like, sure, we can, you know, I could get you in front of the right people to make that happen. And, you know, I call people like you, and mm -hmm. we're going to get him in, in front of the governor. Um, but it, it's on, they didn't come through with that meeting. But in the meantime, the pandemic hit, and he said, well, we, we're, not, we're not playing, so we want to... Um, we don't want the players to get fat. <laughs> yeah. We don't want the players to get fat. Yeah. Um, you know, losing teams 
initially Neville didn't have to participate in the bubble. Correct. It was that you know they only took certain teams with the winning records, mm-hmm. uh, and and the teams who didn't have the winning records or whatever, they didn't have to do anything. So like you said, so they don't get out of shape. He was going to come with his friends to St. Croix. We're looking at Airbnbs. Uh, I called you. We needed a gym to yeah. work out. Yeah. And then the guys who had to go to the bubble complained to Adam Silver, the guys that don't have to come to the bubble on vacation. Yeah. So they made all the teams who were not in the bubble go to their uh, respective cities and work out and stay in shape there. Yeah. Yeah, and we, that killed it. Yeah, that killed it. Yeah, and and then um, the the teams with winning records and like three or four teams that were close to having winning records, those were the teams that were invited to Orlando to participate right. in, in what I call the Bubble Cup. <laughs> 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 the Bubble Cup tournament. It was it was like a grown man AAU tournament where, where everybody plays on the same court. You know what I'm saying? And okay, right. we're playing we're playing the third game on in 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 in, in arena in arena A and all that stuff. So, but it worked out well though. It worked out well. Um, yeah, worked I, out. You got to give Chris Paul and the players uh, uh, association along with uh, the, the NBA leadership um, the bubble concept and people took that. And used it all over the world. Even here in the Virgin Islands, we had a bubble uh, at UVI for our athletes to make tapes and all that stuff to send away to colleges um, because they wouldn't be competing against each other. So the bubble concept was a successful concept. NBA, yeah. NBA, NBA on, on this side of the world, you know, they, they, they're cutting edge as it relates to, to doing things. And then, of course, they just had the in-season tournament that turned out to be successful. So you got to give them credit. Very successful, right? Yeah, yeah. Very successful. Of, of course, there's a knuckle. Well, let me tell you the last thing I'm trying to do on St. Croix. Okay, go ahead. And I was very close. I was very close this year. I am trying to bring an HBCU football game, American football, to St. Croix. Okay. I, I, had, I had Shaw University versus Fayetteville set up that's, to go. That's two schools in, in North Carolina, right? Yes. And we're going to bring them here, bring them to St. Croix. Um, you know, we've been looking at staying at Carambola. Uh, and playing on on the FIFA soccer field, you know the new soccer field. You got yeah, man. Yeah, man. Over. Yeah, man. Yeah, over there and, at, and, in and, SA Bethlehem. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the a- and the ads couldn't 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 work it out. So I'm still going to try to do it for 2024. Uh, once I get through this basketball tournament, we'll look re- revisit that. But yo, yo, but, but, yo, but check this out. You, you want to make it happen? Because I, I I could give you the pointer right now. You want to make that happen? You, yep. you you tell the two ads at at these schools or whatever schools you're gonna you're gonna you're looking at. We're gonna have a weekend meeting at Carambola. Just bring them down, and and have them stay at Carambola for two days. And I'm willing to bet they're gonna say they go head back up and make plans to come back to come back to hang out at Carambola. Because <laughs> you know, you know I, I don't know if you've ever been to Carambola, but Carambola is nice. I just stayed there. That's we, just, we had our we had our uh, youth program there. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I, 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 75 kids there uh, first week of November. Wow. And I'm sure you enjoyed it because, you know, those Loved it. Th- those, room, those rooms in, in Carambola, they're like homes, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm Very saying? Nice. And, and, nice. and then you got the trees and the beach. You're hearing the waves for the beach and all that stuff. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? The only thing I don't know about Carambola, how was the cell phone service at Carambola? Did you have any? I did. Uh, fortunately, I did. I'm on AT&T. Yeah, right? AT&T, okay. Everybody- Okay. Everybody warned me about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we we've been talking about putting a tower, a special tower down there, because what's the sense of having a great hotel 
isolated like that and not having cell phone service. You know what I'm saying? So we've been yeah. talking for years. You want to send a, if we could get some a tower erected down there um, because you know that would only enhance the value and the quality of the stay and all that stuff. Uh, so that's good. Let me ask you uh, this question, right? Um, looking at um, um, black athletes making all this money and getting into entrepreneurship, um, uh, uh, my fear, right, is hearing the horror stories that athletes go through entrusting their money with certain people and the next thing you know they're hearing that they got embezzled. It happened to Tim Duncan. It happened to Kevin Garnett, all that stuff. How do we go about protecting against that happening? Of course, obviously, you know, if people have bad intentions, they're going to do what they got to do. But um, can we encourage athletes to be a little bit more, you know, attentive? Uh, they, they, I mean, they, they, some of them coming from nothing and just being rich overnight. Um, what can we do to get athletes to realize, look, take an hour, hour and a half out of every day to keep an eye on your finances so you're not getting run over and hosed by somebody you entrusted with your money? So, it, it, I don't want to over, oversimplify it, but uh, they're all going to school for at least a year, at least a semester, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they need to take two... If you think you got an opportunity to go to the NBA or go overseas and make hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. you need to take a, 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 a beginning uh, intro, to, uh, intro to entrepreneurship course and a financial planning course. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't take another class. And I don't care if you don't understand it, but the terminology and when you're learning and listening, uh, at least you're more aware when you go in. So you'll you'll figure out what you need to start grow a business. And then from a financial side, financial plan, and you ask questions to the professor, like, listen, if I make $10 million, how do I turn that $10 million into another $10 million in the next 15, 20 years so that when I retire, I'm still good? And they'll answer that question for you. I mean, you can put it in this type of annuity growth fund or you can do it in the real estate, right? And, and the other thing I would tell them is, please do not buy any homes over $5 million. Yeah, man. Why? Yeah, man. I don't understand us. Like, we get money, black people, when I say us. You know, and we got to show everybody we got money. Uh, not like, What are these 10, 20, 30 million? Nobody buys those. Yeah. Right? You can't yeah. sell them. Yeah, man. Hard to re- Michael Jordan can't sell his house in Chicago. Wow. $22 million. So... And and Michael Jordan is a human ATM. (laughs) Michael Jordan is a a god. He retired retired 20 years ago, and he makes 100 plus million every year. uh, That's a little low there, Neville. You might show four or 500 million every year off Jumpman. Wow. Yeah, he makes a lot of money. The 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 Jumpman brand is that big? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Who, who sells more than Jordan? Nobody, man. Nobody. Nobody's there. Nike don't Nike don't sell more than Jordan's. And Jordan is part of Nike. I've always told you. Okay. Yeah. Jordan's yeah. a part of Nike. Yeah. And this and this is just not for this is just not for basketball you're talking about. This is for all sports. And in some instances, yeah. um, non-sports, you you might actually look yeah, into you, you you might you might look into something, and the next thing you know, you're looking at three hundred million because of a ten million dollar investment. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely, um, like yeah. like fifty cents did with. With uh, the water, right? Water yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, okay. Uh, and the reason why I ask that question, right, is because um, 
<clears throat> two athletes that I heard of recently have been fortunate to have good people around them, right? It's my understanding that when Rob Gronkowski, football player for the Patriots and then with, with, um, with Tampa Bay, right? He never spent a dime out of his checks from, from, from football. He lived off of his endorsements, right? And I also heard that Jason Tatum, he's one of my favorite players. He plays for Boston. I'm not a Boston fan, but I like yep. Jason Tatum, right? His mom's, not, not everybody is lucky to have a mother who is a lawyer. And, and Jason Tatum's mom's is a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? So luckily right. for him, you know, he has that kind of support system, right, where, you know, whomever he entrusts, they're not going to shaft him because mom's is right there with that law degree, keeping keeping an eye on things. You know what I'm saying? So we got to... We got instead of looking at athletes as to how we could make money off of them, we really need to get into the business, Ernest, of um, supporting them and defending them from the predators because the predators are out there, man. All day long, every and, and the young guys need to take their paid uh, and listen to and talk to and sit down with LeBron James. He's doing it the best. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, uh, and. They need to listen to Alan Iverson, right? Yes. Because yeah. Alan Iverson, right, he, he actually experienced both worlds where he was looking out for all of his friends and all of his family, blowing his money. But luckily for him, Reebok, the way his Reebok contract was negotiated, he had like $50 million that he couldn't touch for 20 years. Absolutely. Best thing happened to him. Best thing ever happened to him. So at least he knew, right? Down the road, right? Like, because he came into the league in 96, right? And he might have struggled. He might have had this financial issues in 2005, 2006. You hear the stories about this. But he knew that in 2016, he had Reebok money (laughs) waiting for him because of a good negotiating visionary deal, Ernest Ruffin. And maybe that's the word I'm looking for. We need to uh, incorporate and instill in these these young men and women who are talented. You know, we got Aaliyah Boston from here in the Virgin Islands. Uh, you know, they're going to start winning a lot of games now because she's going to get some help because Caitlin Clark, one would assume that Caitlin Clark is going to be joining the Indiana Fever with the number one pick. And uh, you got inside-outside combination like that. Uh, they're supposed to be a good team. Uh, as Aaliyah's going to make a lot of money. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, and we want and, – and her mom's – she has a good support system, so so I'm confident she's going to be okay. She's a nice yeah. lady. Very nice lady. Good morning, Cleo. How are you? Glad – talking about you and your daughter this morning. Don't hold it against us. But uh, my biggest issue is hearing these horror stories where they, they, they uh, make so much money, and then at the end of the day, they ain't got nothing to show for it. So we got we, we got we got to look out uh, for them. Hey, uh, Ruff, I want to thank you very much for joining me this morning. Um, I got text messages while we were talking, so people like the conversation. Good luck with the classic beginning tomorrow. What time is the first yep. game tomorrow? Nine a.m. Come out and support. Man. Mor- Come out and support. Morning game tomorrow. Clinton versus um, Classlin. Then Bloomfield versus Allen. UVI versus Virginia State, and then West Virginia State University defending champs against the University of Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, what's the name of the tournament again, sir? It's the YES US Virgin Islands HBCU Classic. That's what I'm talking about. And YES is is an acronym for? Young Entrepreneurs Solutions. That's what I'm talking about. This is Ernest Ruffin. Yo, I apologize about yesterday. 
Uh, we had some no logistical issues, but I think we more than made up for it today. Thank you very much, and good oh, luck with the tournament. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Good and talking to you, yeah, as always. Yeah, yeah man. We'll get, we get you on again. When you get you over to St. Croix, we get you live in the studio and all that good stuff. And tell Ananta, uh, thank you for hooking me up with, uh, with you uh, us having this conversation this morning. I really appreciate that. You got it, man. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay, good. You got it. That's uh, Ernest Ruffin um, from uh, YES, uh, Young Entrepreneurs Solutions. And they got uh, the basketball classic taking place at UVI. It was at Atlantis, uh, Antilly School uh, in prior years, but this year it's at uh, UVI, the Eldridge, Eldridge Blake Multipurpose Center down there. Another um, classic, uh, legendary Virgin Island uh, athlete, uh, Eldridge Blake, uh, out of the rock. Great show today. Thank you, um, Mr. Ian Tumble, for hooking us up with everything. And of course, you know, ain't got a show tomorrow. Okay, it's like, nah, I know. Right? Because um we go decompress. Because we're looking forward to having a good time tonight over there at Antilly School. Right? And um Taste of Two Islands, man. So all the people them um, who are fortunate enough to uh win tickets looking forward to hanging up with I right. Yes, I went I went to the hair salon, get me hair braid up, right? But you know how it'll move, right? I gonna be rocking a fedora tonight. So if you see somebody with a fedora, right, right, and you see the braids them hanging. Right, got it kind of long now. You know? My partner, engineer, was teasing me a couple months ago. He said, "Why this thing grow long?" It's like you know, he got dreads, so he don't show off it up. He, his dreads, he got a pretty dreads and all that stuff. So, you were shocked to see to see the OG with some braids like that, like that, you know. But uh, <laughs> just tease it, right? So, looking forward to hanging out with y'all tonight, Lona Nichols. Make sure I see you tonight, you know, right? Okay, Miss Possible for for our Kaiser. Make sure I see you tonight, you know. Right, of course, Joey Holland, me and Joey hanging out tonight. Uncle Eddie, out at St. John. Make sure I see you tonight as well, you know what I mean? And uh, all the other winners, I can walk with this list. I can walk with this list. I can, uh, you know, check them off, okay? And by night, you're the first winner, right? You're the first born with the two tickets. Anyway, be good, be safe. We'll talk with you on Monday, God willing, right? And happy holidays once again. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Kulchaman Silkat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Site Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Haven Site Parking Lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget.